Special Education Week in the Indian River School District is moving to October. Now in its third year, Special Education Week will be held October 22nd through the 26th and will promote and celebrate the special education services, programs, teachers, and support staff that make it possible for students with disabilities to reach their full potential. Previously held in February, Special Education Week has been moved to October in 2018 to coincide with Disability Awareness Month. In a little while, we'll fill you in on all of the great activities happening in our schools during this very special week. But first, we're going to visit with two gifted teachers who have been named District Special Education Ambassadors for 2018. They are Audra Mitchell of East Millsboro Elementary School and Jenna Truitt of Lord Baltimore Elementary School. Up first is Audra Mitchell, who will talk about her unique special education classroom at East Millsboro and what being a special education teacher means to her. I'm Dave Mall, and this is the IRSD Spotlight. I now have the great privilege to be joined by East Millsboro Elementary School teacher, Audra Mitchell. Audra, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. Let's start with, talk a little bit about your career in the school district and at East Millsboro. How long have you been here now? I've been in the school district since 1989. I've been at East Millsboro for a large portion of that time, probably 18 years now. And you're a district graduate, correct? I certainly am. I graduated from Indian River High School. You were named uh, one of the district's special education ambassadors. It actually happened last spring, but it's kind of carried over into the fall. Was that a big, a big honor for you to be recognized like that? It was very, very important to me, and it was surprising to me. I have wonderful people that I work with here in my school, and I know throughout the district. And to be nominated by your peers and chosen to represent your school it was it was very exciting now talk to me a little bit about your classroom here at east millsboro because it's pretty unique i have the great opportunity to work with not just one grade level but three grade levels i have third graders fourth graders and fifth graders that are all students in the special education area that they might need some extra support so they can't always stay in a teen classroom with just that special education assistance. They might need a more small group, or they would need a smaller group setting. So they have the chance to come and work in my classroom and really focus in on the things that they need as learners to be successful and hopefully move on to the next step in their educational careers. Having children at all three grade levels, that's kind of unique, isn't it, for an uh, uh, elementary school setting? It's very unique, and it has its own advantages, and it certainly has its own um, areas that re require a lot of creativity. It would never work unless I was in a setting where the homeroom teachers that I share children with were not amazing people. Um, they love and welcome these children each day into their homerooms. They take them to lunch and specials with them. So they have a place that they belong, that they feel they're a part of, so that when they come to work with me, we can really just focus on what it is in reading and writing and math that they need to do to be successful. Mm -hmm. 
Well, you've been uh, a special education teacher for quite a while, obviously. We just talked about that. And uh, can you talk a little bit about just your um, your love of special education in general? Well, we talked about the fact that I started in this school district in 1989, and special education looked very, very different then. When I started, I was not a special education teacher. I did not have that in my toolkit. And the children were going and they were out of the classroom. If I saw them, it was just for science and social studies. And they spent their day out, no matter their level within special education. As time went on and we started really looking at children and what best fit them and help them grow as learners, it became apparent to everyone that being with children of their age and different abilities was very, very important. And we started looking at team concepts. That's when it became really important to me to then be able to have the credentials to go with it, to meet those needs. So I went back and added the special education. That gave me the ability to write IEPs and do all the things that children needed to do to be within my dual certified classroom. Did I ever imagine when I started that I would teach nothing but children that were very, very special? No. But it's been the best thing I ever did, going to ILC. I truly love it. So you're basically saying that special education in general has really evolved over the last 30 or so years. It has evolved probably more than any other part of what I've seen as a teacher in the time, for the better, for children to be included, to be um, met at their own levels, but for people to work very hard to move them on to be all that they can be. Because they're just people that learn in a different way. And we just need to find what children need as learners. And the interesting thing is, I've worked for people that had this belief, and I do too, good teaching is good teaching. It doesn't matter what the papers you have say you're able to do. So it doesn't matter whether you're teaching children that are thinking well beyond their age or children that are trying to catch up. Good teaching looks the same no matter how and where you do it. So I guess you're pretty happy with your you know, a few years ago getting duly certified and becoming a special It was the teacher. very best thing I ever did. And again, when I did it, it was to work in a classroom of abilities of all different children. When I had the opportunity to go to ILC as, a, as another career, you know, within your career, you can make different choices. It was the greatest thing I ever did. I just, it is authentic teaching. You get teachable moments with small groups of children that you don't always get to enjoy when you have 25 children mm-hmm. in your classroom. We've had some neat things happen just in the weeks that we've been here that are exciting as a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> what types of challenges does being a special education teacher present on a daily basis for you? I think the hardest part is when you have older children in special education, and I know the middle school probably sees it tenfold and the high school. You have children that already have experienced not always a positive school. They've not had the most positive school experience. They've experienced failure in, the, in their lives early on, even if we've not labeled it as such. They know that they can't always do what other people can do. And I think just meeting the children at that need level is the biggest part of what I do every day. You're smart, you are smart in your own way. You're going to figure this out. It's okay if we have to do this again today. Just encouraging them to want to keep on trying because I think it's hard sometimes to try day after day when it's not, the puzzle pieces aren't fitting yet. 
So helping children figure out what pieces they can put together to celebrate. And we celebrate all kinds of things. And I think that's important is what is it you're good at? And what is it you want to be someday? And how can we get you there? So encouragement sounds like a big, big part. I feel like it's a huge part. And I think it's important for all children. But I think especially children that have early on experienced frustration in their academics, it's very important. we got to build them back up sometimes. And it's no one's fault. They usually are internalizing it themselves. It's not because people have made them feel that way. We have amazing people that have been their teachers. It's just they know as that they're not like everyone else in their learning. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Now, in that regard, is being um, a special education teacher, for you anyway, a little more rewarding? It is hugely rewarding. It is one of the, the most interesting and rewarding experiences I've ever had. Just seeing kids, the light bulb go on. I think with my children, I have that opportunity more so because there's so many light bulbs that we're still trying to turn on. And so when we see something that's beginning to come to a child, the other kids celebrate it. I mean, it's such a family. And I think that's the nice thing about the ILC is we have a family because we're a smaller group of people together all the time. Even when I had special education in a team classroom, though, they were some of the most rewarding moments. There's nothing better than to get a child to their goal on their IEP and then even have the opportunity to try them out in a bigger setting or to try them, you know, on something harder. Yeah. I had that happen just last week. I had one that, a, a little girl that's getting to try a regular day with special ed support outside of the ILC. She's so excited and nervous, yeah. <laughs> but so are we. Yeah. But it's very rewarding. So the ILC atmosphere sounds like it's almost uh, the kids are sort of uh, in it together, or they kind of have that mentality that they're in it together. They very much so do, and we want them to always, they help each other, they, they, they take their strengths and work with the children that maybe aren't there yet. We, we just, it's a community of learners. It's very important. Does it take a special person to be a special education teacher? This is a really hard question. I think that to be a special education teacher, you have to, it doesn't necessarily that you're a special person, but I think you have to have the special ability to step aside and know that sometimes the kids are in their own way, and sometimes the materials that they're supposed to be learning are in their way, and sometimes we're not even sure what's in their way. So sometimes I feel like you have days where you're like, I have no idea if that child's needs, you know, we work towards those needs, but they were what they needed that day might have been hindered by outside influences, them being the same thing I think we see with all children. But I think with special education children, they already have so much complexity to them about why learning is hard for them that I think you have to be able to step aside some days and say, what I came to teach today is not the most important thing for this child today. It's how they can grow as a child and as a learner. So some days my plans <laughs> don't happen yeah, because yeah. of how they come to me, yeah. which I think is a wonderful thing because I think regular classroom teachers would love to have that opportunity to be able to realize a child truly needed them and be able to sort of step aside and take that child and, and handle that situation. So I don't think that you have to be a special person. I think you have to be special in the idea that you never know what your day is going to look like. And if you're a person that really needs it to follow some kind of format, 
it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Is it uh, is it nice to see though? You've you know, having your kids leave East Millsboro and go to the middle school and the high school. Is it nice to see them be successful after you know? Like you said, it's a challenge at times. It is, and I love when I check in with them and I hear that they're still on the right track. They're still making good choices. I always say, "Is so and so still making good choices?" And I'll hear from family, "Oh yes, oh yes." And <laughs> and I always hope for that because I think the hardest thing when you work with children that have to work really, really hard, you're always afraid they're gonna get to that moment where they've not seen the payoff or they don't feel the rewards that they need and they're gonna stop trying as hard as you would like them to. And they have to be really some of the most persistent people that I know. I am, I am awed by how hard some of my children work because day after day they try when I think maybe I as a human being would maybe have felt like giving up because it's hard work to meet those goals and to fill in those gaps not just for the teachers and the rest of the staff the kids have to do it they're doing the hard work I want to I want to read something to you and get your reaction to this each student in Mrs. Mitchell's classroom has unique needs and personalities and she has made it a point to build a rapport with the students as well as their families Earlier this year, I heard one of the students say that their class is a happy place to be. Now, having been in your classroom before, I can attest to that. <laughs> I've seen that firsthand. How does it make you feel when you hear someone say that about you and your, your classroom? Okay, so we talked ahead of time that I wasn't going to cry <laughs> because my special ed coordinator says, okay, you cry. <laughs> but it's a, it's a passionate thing, and it's a thing that I care about. Um, they are my children here at school. I get to spend more time with them often than their families do on a weekday because of getting up and coming to school and then after school and I mean by the time you do dinner and whatever activity it's bedtime. So I do really take very seriously the fact that there's hours spent here. They need to be happy ones. And even if something is not happy, how can we turn it around? That doesn't mean it's fun and games all day. We work really, really hard, but you can work hard and be happy. Who wants to come to work in a place that's not happy? I wouldn't want to come to East Millsboro if it wasn't an amazing place to be. Why should the children in my class want to come to a place that's not amazing? So we really try very hard to enjoy each other's company. And I think that one of the things that makes it happy and I love that other people notice it, and I love that the kids notice it. I'm, I'm so glad someone heard a kid say that, because um, last year I only worked with fifth graders, and to know that a fifth grader said that is kind of interesting, because you know how fifth graders are. They're trying to be grown up. And um, in our classroom, it is about second chances, and third chances, and fourth chances, and there's no grudge bearing, and there's nothing you can't ever apologize for. If I've hurt your feelings, I'm going to say I'm sorry. If you've hurt my feelings, please own it and say you're sorry. Once the sorries are said, it is a clean slate. And that might happen every 10 minutes with some children. And the children learn that about each other, and they learn it about me. And I think that helps to make it a happy place. Because you can only be happy if you've let go of the ugly and the negative, And you're moving forward. We are always moving forward. 
forward. Well, I'm sorry to say we're out of time, Audra. And it, this has been, I've, I've really enjoyed speaking with you today. And I, I, I really think that you're, you're a great ambassador for special education and just for all the years that you've been here. And I just want to thank you for taking the time to you know, share your viewpoints with our listeners. Well, thank you. And I'm in no way an expert on this topic. There are amazing people and I have amazing support people. But if you ever want to work with special education, children or in that realm you just have to love kids that's really the only criteria just love them well thanks a lot we really appreciate you being here thank you Uh, after the break jenna truitt of lord baltimore elementary school will discuss her career as a special education teacher and the impressive list of professional recognitions that have come her way in recent months Welcome back. Uh, up next in the spotlight is another one of our special education ambassadors, Lord Baltimore Elementary School kindergarten teacher, Jenna Truitt. Jenna, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. You have had quite a few accomplishments recently. In addition to being a special education ambassador, you've been, you're the current Lord Baltimore Teacher of the Year. You're a finalist for the Presidential Award for Excellence in Math and Science Teaching. So things are pretty good for you these days, right? Yes, I am very humbled and honored to be named Teacher of the Year, Special Education Ambassador, and a Presidential Finalist. Um, I've learned so much from many different people along the way that have helped shape me into the educator I am. Um, LB and our district have many amazing educators, and I am so blessed to be able to work with them each day. Those are certainly some pretty big honors that that you have here. So tell us a little bit about your classroom because it's kind of a unique situation kindergarten classroom here at LB tell us a little bit how it's how it works how it's set up I teach kindergarten and inclusion classroom where students receive high quality instruction interventions and supports that enable each child to meet success in and out of the classroom Um, instruction is differentiated to meet the needs of all students throughout each day Um, I have flexible seating and we move around a lot a lot of gross motor and sensory centers um, lots of movement, movement throughout each day. When you say differentiated instruction, talk about that a little bit. Is that instruction that's kind of unique to each child, or can you explain that Correct. a little bit? Correct. Um, meeting them where they are so that they're able to grow and grasp the skills um, that they need in order to be successful. Yeah, and you're getting them kindergarten. You're getting them right as they're coming into that's school. That's right, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a little bit of a different challenge, um, getting them used to the school environment as well as diving into the curriculum and getting them what they need to be successful. I guess life-wise, too, that's a big change for these kids. They're going to school now. This is the way it's going to be for the next few years. Right, yeah, you're setting the (laughs) stage for the rest of their school career. So I really try to make it fun, and um, I want to develop a love of learning in them so that they want to come to school every day and they want to succeed and learn. Let's get to special education now. Um, can you talk a little bit about, I guess, your your love of special education, why you want to do it, that type of thing? Sure. Um, being a special education teacher is such a privilege. I learn from my students each day as much as they learn from me. I love being able to meet each student where they are 
and provide them with tools and resources to be successful. Um, my passion is to teach the whole student while embracing the growth mindset and setting high expectations. Coaching encouraging each student to strive for success with no excuses is so rewarding and there's nothing quite like the rewards that I see in here. Another thing I want to clarify too, do you have both special education and mainstream kids in your classroom? Yes. Is that, that's, that's an interesting setup. Has sort of research indicated that that's, a, that's a, a positive thing for special education students? I feel it's very positive. Yeah. They have some role models and they learn from each other. Um, the mainstream and the special education students, they really are um, cohesive. And when you walk in my room, um, you really don't know who is who and, mm-hmm. and what needs each student has. They all have needs um, and they're all very different. What types of challenges does being a special education teacher present on a daily basis in the classroom? You um, Ultimately, you have to be flexible every single day. <laughs> every single day is very different. Um, and you just have to be flex- flexible and just go with whatever comes your way. Um, finding ways to reach each child may take time, um, but carrying patience and persistence is key. Kindergarten brings a different challenge, as I mentioned before, in giving students opportunities to not only learn the kindergarten standards and the curriculum, but also skills needed to be successful in a school environment. When you're teaching at this level, you know, special education, um, are there days where your best laid plans just go out the window? Absolutely. <laughs> does that happen a lot? Absolutely. That does happen. Um, you have to meet their needs of the day, emotional, behavioral needs, those needs have to be met first before I can do anything on the lesson plan, and sometimes that happens. Yeah. Overall, though, when you when you look at your job, is being a special education teacher, do you think, a little more rewarding? Um, I think that um, it's equally as rewarding. Mm-hmm. Teaching both mainstream and special education is equally rewarding. Um, Kindergarten, teaching kindergarten has always been my dream since I was actually in kindergarten, and I love fulfilling that dream every day. And um, teaching them all is rewarding as being able to watch them grow, develop new skills, and succeed each day. Does it take a special person to be a special education teacher, do you think? Yes, I do believe it takes a special person to be a special education teacher, but I also know it takes a special person to be any kind of teacher. Um, Teaching special education requires patience, creativity, flexibility, and consistency. Um, All teachers wear many hats, and it takes a special person to wear them all. And being Teacher of the Year, obviously, you've learned that pretty well, huh? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Something interesting happened a a few weeks ago, or it was last week, actually. We... um, the special, amba- the special education ambassadors were highlighting one a day on the district Facebook page, which you've probably seen. You were the first one yes. on Monday. Yes. And I was amazed at the outpouring of positive and, and just comments that you got up, you know, from people who saw it up there, commented on it, and that type of thing. And I want to get your reaction to a couple of these, if, if I could, for sure. a minute. Um, Jenna Truitt is an amazing teacher. How do I know? I worked in her classroom for three years. She's a teacher that changes children's lives. She loves her kids and they love her. We are so happy that our daughter will be in such good hands as she transitions into kindergarten this year. And this one's, this next one's from your school principal. Our school is a better place with amazing educators like you. How does that make you feel when you when you hear that? And I'm sure you um, saw the rest of the... That's just three of right. about 100 that were posted. Um, I... Um It brings me to tears. I, you know, I come to school every day and I love what I do. Um, 
I'm very passionate about it, and um, it's very special that people think think that of me, and um, I'm glad that I'm able to make a difference and that impact on not only my students in the classroom, but my colleagues and other people in the community. And I haven't, we've posted a lot of stuff on Facebook, and I, I, it's amazing. I haven't seen probably that many comments about, about one individual since we've been doing it, so I was really blown away by that. I'm sure you were too, Absolutely. Right? I'm yeah. very humbled and honored, and yeah. yeah it leaves me speechless yeah. for sure <laughs> well jenna i really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today and uh, it's it's just I, what you do here is just amazing and you know thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to to talk to us about special education leading into special education week thank you for having <laughs> me we'll be back in a moment with more information about special education week Jenna and Audra are just two of the individuals who last spring were named IRSD Special Education Ambassadors for 2018. Here are the rest of the ambassadors and their schools. Margot Newbold, GW Carver Academy, Sarah Johnston, Georgetown Elementary School, Melissa McNamara, Georgetown Kindergarten Center, Stacy Pavlik, Georgetown Middle School, Wanda Burke, Howard T. Ennis School, the Howard T. Ennis School Nutrition Services staff, Stacy Holliday, Indian River High School, Allison Bennett, John M. Clayton Elementary School, Lauren Kirk, Long Neck Elementary School, Zach Murphy, Millsboro Middle School, Brittany Lloyd, North Georgetown Elementary School, Melissa Grunwald, Philip C. Shaw Elementary School, Alyssa Mann, Selbyville Middle School, Frank Shockley, Southern Delaware School of the Arts, Derek Layfield, Sussex Central High School, Community Ambassador Anne Marie Dalton of the Ocean View Police Department, and former district teacher Megan Easter, who was named an honorary ambassador. One ambassador per day is being featured on the district Facebook page during the month of October leading into Special Education Week. We hope you'll take the time to check out these wonderful tributes. The Indian River School District will kick off Special Education Week by rolling out the new Safe Ability Series, which is a partnership between the district and the Georgetown Police Department. The Safe Ability Series will allow Howard T. Ennis School students at a variety of developmental levels to become confident and empowered to maintain their safety and security in our dynamic and ever-changing world. Through a pairing of highly trained educators and law enforcement officials, NS students will be given important information on school safety, social safety, and life safety. Be sure to watch WBOC-TV's Delmarva Life on Monday, October 22nd at 5 p.m. for a segment on SafeAbility featuring Indian River Board of Education member Dr. Heather Statler and Georgetown Police Chief R.L. Hughes. Information about SafeAbility is also available on the district website and Facebook page. Other activities on tap in our schools during Special Education Week include highlighting the accomplishments of well-known individuals with disabilities, the presentation of books to all district elementary schools, and bulletin board and post-it note campaigns promoting diversity, inclusion, and respect. In addition, the district Special Education Task Force will also host its first parent focus group meeting of the school year on Wednesday, October 24th at Millsboro Middle School at 6 p.m. 
IRSD parents are invited to attend and provide their thoughts, input, and feedback about special education services in the district. And finally, be sure to visit the new Department of Special Services website at irsd.net. Go to the Departments tab at the top of the page and click on Department of Special Services in the drop-down menu. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through iTunes or by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. It is also available through several mobile podcast apps. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Until then, remember that Indian River truly is a model of excellence.